29 minutes to 7 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Dwayne DeLocca. This is SFM Sports Wrap. That's right, it's Thursday evening show, so we're going to be t- tackling the PSL, the Premier Soccer League. That's right. It returns this weekend. Absa Premiership action is back. But we're going to be focusing on something even bigger. In terms of continental success, Orlando Pirates have been superb this uh, season. Yes, Orlando Pirates are into another continental final, and they have the opportunity to win the only trophy that they're able to win, that they've not been able to do on the continent. They've won the Champions League, they've won the Super Cup, they've never won the CAF Confederation Cup, and uh, that effectively the equivalent of uh, the Europa League in, uh, in Europe. But Orlando Pirates will begin their uh, quest for the uh, trophy on Saturday, and that's against Ital de Sahel, the Tunisian giants in uh, uh, Orlando Stadium before returning to Tunisia to play the second leg away from home next week, Sunday. Uh, we're going to be chatting to uh, Orlando Pirates coach Eric Tinkler. We'll also be catching up with the uh, great man himself, Jerry Scusano, who 20 years ago scored the goal that gave Orlando Pirates the CAF Champions League title. What does he make of the current generation? What does he make of the crop of players and their chances of uh, advancing? Not, uh, not only advancing, uh, but uh, indeed winning this uh, uh, CAF Confederation Cup final. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about uh, Owen Dagama's under-23 squad. He's announced his squad that'll uh, do duty in the tournament in Senegal and 17 players from the PSL have been included in his squad. Uh, loads to come on the show tonight, loads of information at least, uh, but uh, I must say quick congratulations to Bafana Bafana as well. Uh, victory on aggregate 4-1 over Angola despite a rather uninspiring home leg again in the qualifiers, but they uh, join a host of really recognised footballing nations on the African continent, 20 teams. Now they'll be broken up into five groups of four with the, with the group winners in the third round then going on to represent Africa in Russia 2018. But let's get uh, into the sport Sports news in the meantime, the football news then, we start off with that uh, story about South African men's under-23 coach Owen Degama, including the 17 PSL players It is 21-man squad for the CAF under-23 tournament, which starts on the 28th of November through to the 12th of December in uh, Senegal. South Africa, one of eight nations that will vie for three places to represent Africa at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. South Africa is in Group A with Zambia, Tunisia and the hosts, with uh, Degama setting his sights on beating Senegal in the tournament opener. Meanwhile, the Premier Soccer League has defended its decision to go ahead with two league fixtures at the same time as the CAF Confederation Cup final involving Orlando Pirates and Etel de Sahel on Saturday night. The Buccaneers will fly the South African flag when they host the Tunisians in the first leg at Orlando Stadium with kick-off scheduled for 8 o'clock. But Mamelodi Sundowns host Free State Stars and IXK Town play Supersport United at the same time. PSL General Manager Derek Blankensy argues that the PSL doesn't have any games in Johannesburg at the same time. Cricket news, the England Cricket Board has dropped batsman Ian Bell from the test squad for the December-January series against South Africa. The 33-year-old has played 118 tests, scoring 7,727 runs and winning five Ashes series since making his debut in 2004, but disappointed in the recent series against Pakistan. Batsman Nick Compton and uh, Gary Balance have been recalled for the uh, four-test series alongside uncapped left-arm seamer Mark Footett and opener Alex Hales. Meanwhile, retired Australian fast bowler Mitchell Johnson says A.B. de Villiers was the standout batsman he bowled to during his career. Johnson retired from all forms of international cricket on Tuesday, having taken 313 wickets and 73 tests at an average of 28.4. He was quoted on Cricket Australia's official website saying A.B. de Villiers is one of the outstanding players of our generation, adding he was always so difficult to get out and a huge challenge. Golf News, Andre Giorgio fired a course record 10 under par 62 to lead by two strokes after the 
the first round of the Lion of Africa Cape Town Open. Local lad Eric van Royen helped his home course, Royal Cape Golf Club, start its 130th anniversary celebration with an 8 under par 64 to hold the early clubhouse lead, but is now tied for second with Christian Basson. And just finally, Charles Schwarzer will make his seventh appearance in the Nedbank Golf Challenge after Ernie Els has had to withdraw owing to injury. Also, it was among uh, four sponsors' invites for the uh, December 3rd to 6th tournament at the Gary Player Country Club. Schwarzel joins compatriots Louis Wurstos and Brandon Grace, Thomas Aiken and Jakob von Sale as the full contingent of South Africans in this year's Nedbank Golf Challenge. And that's your sports news. It's time for the PSL Radio Show For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League Fixtures, results and all the latest news Proudly brought to you by APSA Today, tomorrow, together PSL Radio Show SFM 104 to 107. Now, for me, this is uh, the most exciting part of the weekend. It is uh, Orlando Pirates playing Etoile de Sahel in the CAF Confederation Cup final. First leg in Soweto on Saturday evening. Uh, it's a match that's going to be broadcast on SABC3 from 7.30. Return leg is going to be the following week, Sunday. But I'm delighted to say we've got uh, coach Eric Tinkler on the line. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining us. Uh, good evening. Good evening and good evening to your listeners. Eric... Uh, I know you were able to handle the pressure as a player. I mean, whether it was a, at a European club side or, or whether it was the Africa Cup of Nations final. But how are you feeling now as a coach on the brink of this final? I'm actually feeling all right, to be to be honest. Uh, actually, a little bit excited. You know, can't wait for the game to actually kick off. Is it, is it almost like that build-up of anticipation where you'd be waiting to put your togs on in the change room as a player? Do you, do you get a similar sensation, or is it different now? Yeah, it is. Uh, well, it's obviously slightly different, you know, for for me as a coach now, you know, that hour and a half that you have to arrive prior to the game seems like an eternity. One <laughs> like to just get to the stadium and get on with things, you know, but, uh, you know, no different. I still have the... A little bit of nerves similar to what I had as a as a player, and sometimes actually, you know, you actually wish you could get involved again. Yeah, <laughs> on the I, field of I'm sure you'd love to jog out yet again. At least you're still young and fit and healthy enough to 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 dream of such things. Um, but let's talk about preparation for this game. How, how much homework have you done in your opponents, and how well would you say you know Etel de Sahel right now? Well, I think I know them quite well. I've I've watched uh, seven games of these. Uh, all the games in obviously in the group phase and then obviously the semi-final. And, you know, they're a very, very good team. Defensively, they're extremely well-structured, well-organized. They they tend to very, very deep and look to break on the counter. And they are extremely dangerous on the counter because they've got some very talented players, some very skillful players. They, they've got a lot of depth in their squad because their coaches and had to rotate his squad for various reasons. Uh, you know, there was, they got a Brazilian striker called uh, Acosta who got a red card against um, Esperance. But uh, the number nine who, who came in and, and replaced him, uh, Bundraj, he's, uh, he's a decent player as well. You know, And then they got a, another boy from, um, I believe he's from Ghana, Bangura, who, who also a very, very good player, can play up as a top striker, lone striker. Holds the ball up very well and and has a lot of a uh, lot of pace, you know. So we need to be wary of it. 
Let's talk about uh, preparation on a, on a domestic scale. I mean, you might not normally view back-to-back derbies as preparation, I suppose, but how important was it to play Kaiser Chiefs twice as your last competitive matches before this final then? Well, it was very important, especially the fact that we came away with what I would regard still to be positive results. We beat them 3-1, and then obviously we, we unfortunately lost to them on penalty for that game. I think we could have won as well. So, so that was a huge boost to, to the confidence. And then obviously the, the game in between against Ajax and, and getting that win away from home, which is something we haven't done as a club in a long, long time is, is beat Ajax away from home. So those were all confidence boosters ahead of, ahead of this very important game. Talking about winning away from home, um, obviously playing your, your first leg semi-final at, uh, at home, you, you, you got the results in South Africa against Alakhi, you went away and you wrapped it up in that thrilling 4-3 yeah. match. Uh, you know, would the ideal plan again be to try to wrap up the results in the first leg at home on Saturday? Yes, obviously we want to win the game at home. It's very important for us to want to score at home. But at the same time, it's, uh, we need to ensure that we, we don't concede. You know, that, that, that's fundamental. You know, when we look at uh, our game against Alali, we beat them 1-0 at home. We could have scored another one or two. But what was very important for us was the fact that we didn't concede because we know we're a good team going away from home. We know that we, we, we can score goals away from home. And if you can take that advantage, uh, you know, in the second leg, having not conceded and then looked to get a goal away from home, you know, the advantage goes uh, definitely back into your court. And I think it's also a psychological edge that you, you gain over the team. Eric, let's talk about team selection. I mean, uh, Opa Manisa, Tzvisa Mieni, Brighton and Klomo, these are all players that have had some serious injury concerns in, in recent times. Yeah. Uh, suspensions, uh, Jela and Sangweni would both be available for the, the final. Yeah. Have you got some good positive selection headaches? And just on the injury point, I mean, what, what's the potential impact of missing these injured stars? No, well, the Opa Manisa is obviously still out and he will be out for still quite a while. We'll probably only see him uh, towards February of, of, of next year. Uh, so Mieni, he's been back in training, so, so he's eligible for selection. Brighton and Flo was also back, and he's eligible for selection. So, so that's a good thing. Uh, today I will find out how Gabuza and, uh, Paul Makola and Pablo Maclaba are, because they return obviously from international duty, and then same as Filippo Bono. He landed yesterday, so he will, he will come to training today. And then Isasar, unfortunately, he only, he only lands later tonight. So we'll have him available only from tomorrow. No, but at least, uh, you know, most of the players are back. We don't have any, uh, suspensions. So, so everybody's available and, and the mood in camp has been extremely good and extremely positive. And, and like you said, it does give me a little bit of a, a headache, but it's a good headache to have because it means you know you've got your strongest squad available. Yeah, fair enough. And at least a positive point that uh, the players that did go away on international duty were getting some competitive action in the uh, World Cup qualifiers. But, Eric, if I can ask you on a, on, a, on a fan base note, I mean, how do you feel about the fact that the Tunisian League has been halted on the days that Etwal are playing in the CAFCON Fed Cup final, but that there are five PSL matches and, and two, in fact, kicking off at the time that you play on Saturday? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I think uh, you kind of understand the PSL obviously has a, has a difficulty right now in terms of trying to rearrange fixtures, especially ahead of the because the under twenty three national team is going to be involved, and, and we're going to have this uh, 
this mini break over the December period. So you kind of understand why the PSL has had to allow these fixtures to continue because it's difficult come February, well, January, February to, to try and find space to, to fit in all these games. So, so one understands that. And I think the situation would have probably have been different had, uh, had this, uh, under 23 tournament not, uh, not have happened in, in the month of December. Very diplomatic, Eric Tinkler, but I tell you, you've done a remarkable job. You should be very proud of what you've achieved so far in this campaign. 180 minutes left, but uh, we have every faith in you, and uh, producer Siobhan Chetty says take no prisoners. No, definitely. You know, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. It might only come once for me as a coach and once for the, these players. I mean, you grab it with both hands. Well, I wish you the best of luck as you attempt to grab that trophy with both hands next Sunday. But uh, good luck on Saturday in your first leg. Thank you. Dwayne DeLocca on SAFM. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, from uh, Eric Tickler, we move on to Jerry Scosana, a man that uh, made South Africa so proud back in 1995 when he scored away from home against Asik Mimosa to hand Orlando Pirates in 1995 uh, what uh, was then the African uh, Cup title, the uh, Champions League title, as it's now known. And uh, Jerry Scosana knows all about playing both home and away and how to conquer continental football. I'm glad to say he's on the line. Uh, uh, Jerry, thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello, Tim Hey, I, I got to introduce you a little more uh, interestingly than uh, just Jerry. How are you? I suppose if you're saying hello, Dwayne Delocca. But Jerry, uh, look, it's 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 good to to watch some of the youngsters uh, take over the, the the reins, so to speak, isn't it? Uh, but this this Orlando Pirates team, how how good are they? Uh, do you do you feel? Well, uh, Dwayne, all I can say, I mean, this is a quality team that you've got there, uh, that you've got in, in Orlando Pirates. I mean, if these boys can just believe in themselves, I think anything is possible because they have gone into uh, uh, Egypt, Tunisia, uh, uh, wherever in the north where it's so difficult to win games and they win some of the games. So I think they, they're on top of their game. Eric Tinkler was uh, just saying that uh, in terms of Orlando Pirates playing against Etel de Sahel at home, main concern is obviously not to concede an away goal. But f- from your perspective, with Pirates playing their first leg at home, how important is it to wrap up the results or, or do as well as you can at home? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a concern. I mean, for Pirates, when they play at home, I mean, they normally concede goals. And it's going to be so crucial in this uh, level now in the final not to concede one. Yes, you might look back uh, 2013 when they, I think they, they played 2 0 0 with the Achilles, I'm not mistaken, and then losing 2 0 away. So I think this time they, they, they better know they don't have to concede, yes. But for me, they are a quality team, uh, uh, it's it, it, home when they play away. So I give them the edge in terms of. Whatever result that will come this side, but as long as they don't lose, but going away, I think they're going to come up top. Jimmy, how do you feel for both these sides when you consider that both Orlando Pirates and Etel de Sahel had a number of players campaigning for their respective countries in an international break uh, that has effectively seen them play no competitive football with their clubmates for two odd weeks and then go into a two-legged final over two weeks? How do you think it, uh, it, it, uh, it plays out for players from both teams? Well, I mean, you, you, you've got quality there, I mean, in both teams. First of all, Dwayne, uh, if you look at both teams, uh, when they eliminated Al-Akhli and Zamalek, it, 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 it means a lot. 
to the people to take a, a, a look at these uh, two teams. And yes, of course, with a, a, a big number of uh, international players that are playing for their uh, um, respective uh, countries. So it's going to be a, a 50-50 a, 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 a battle in terms of these two teams, in terms of quality and confidence-wise. But I think in terms of Pirates, they need to have the, the, they've got the edge because they know how it feels now to play in the final after losing out in the Champions League uh, in 2013. And I think they're going to up their game in terms of making sure that they, they get this one in the back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the only trophy on the continent the Pirates uh, can win that they haven't actually won the CAF Confederation Cup. What, what do you think it would mean as, as, as part of the Pirates family? What, what, do, what do you think it would mean to become one of only a handful of clubs that have been able to win every club title available to them on the continent? Yes, Dwayne, we don't look at Pirates only. Remember that they are representing the country, and for Pirates to win one, it enhances, it enhances the chances of other clubs and the number of clubs that we can uh, 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 have, the sports, in fact, that we can have in the CAF. And so it's so important for Pirates to do well and, Yes, of course. I mean, it's a worrying factor. If you look at, like, like now in the league, they are not that good in terms of quality. If you look at the position they are in, and then you say they're going to play in the final of the CAF Champions League. What about the teams like uh, uh, in the likes of Mamelodi uh, Sundown, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, Super Sport, you, you, you name them, Platinum Stars that are doing well in the league. And you, 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 I'm, I'm always uh, uh, puzzled. I think because for Pirates standard to be the best team when it comes to African uh, um, competition, and we, 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 we need to make sure that the other teams follow suit and they come on board. Because if you look at the other countries, like uh, Egypt, you've got uh, Zamalek Al-Akhli, they are always there, Tunisia, Etol Kisael, and uh, the, the uh, Sfaxin, you name them, it's not one club, but two, because of the way they are uh, doing things in Africa. And it's so important for Paris to do well, so that other clubs can follow suit. Okay, let's let's talk about the individual players, though. I mean, uh, from a goal-scoring perspective, that's obviously important for Orlando Pirates. Stavzang Gabuza and uh, Kermit Erasmus, they're both only one goal short of the top scorer in the competition overall. But um, obviously a pleasing sign, I would imagine, to see uh, Gabuza in particular scoring for Bafana Bafana this uh, this past week. It, it, it compares for me, because if you want to conquer Africa, you need to start being the best at home, you need to start bringing those goals at home. They, for me, when you look back and say when they, we, we played uh, Kaiser Chiefs in the Derby, I think twice he had the one-on-one situation if he didn't uh, uh, score. He went to the national team away, and the, the same situation happens, and then he scores. So I think they need to be more clinical in terms of finishing at home, and that's where they're going to have the edge, both Kabuza uh, uh, and Erasmus. But for me, I like the um, partnership. They, they're confident and think up in them. And I think with the supply that they have from the midfield, for them, it needs to be just a matter of how many goals are they going to score in these two-legged uh, uh, finals. Well, it is going to be uh, an important question. Let's hope it's answered with uh, positivity on Saturday evening with Jerry Susana. Thank you very much for uh, uh, insi- imparting your opinions and insights uh, for us this evening. And best of luck, um, or enjoy the action, certainly, come Saturday night. Always welcome, Dwayne, and let's 
Kipo, she was caught. That will parrot make us proud in, in, in Africa again. And then I hope people like Jeris Kosana can take a little bit of a rest. And the new generation needs to take over. We can't always talk about 1995. This is the time for 2015 to make sure the boys continue. Good luck to them. PSL Radio Show. South Africa's news and information leader. Very pleasing today to see that uh, South Africa's uh, under-23 coach, Owen Nagama, has included 17 PSL players in his 21-man squad for the uh, CAF under-23 tournament. That's going to be happening from the end of the month to the 12th of December. Now, why this game, this uh, tournament is important is quite simply this. Banyana Banyana have qualified for the Olympic Games, but if... South Africa's under-23 side finishes in the top three of this 18 tournament. They, too, will be playing at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. I'm delighted to say we've got a uh, legendary coach and a uh, very, very, very solid striker in his playing day, Mr. Robert Dole, Owen Degam on the line. Owen, thanks for joining us. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, good afternoon, Brain, and good afternoon to your listeners. Owen, let's talk about this uh, squad. 17 PSL players. It sounds like you're going with a load of experience to, to Senegal. Yeah, I think I think the key to it all, Dwayne, is that you want players who are playing. You know, we, we get these players just for a week, and, you know, you can't be concentrating on match fitness and on, uh, you know, physical um, fitness of the players. You've got to get players who are ready to hit the road and run, you know. So uh, we've, we've tried to make sure that we, we get players who are current, uh, players who are doing well, and who are playing for their respective teams, Um uh, but, uh, but, but I think it's also uh, important to say that it's our duty uh, to bring out the, the best possible under-23 for our country. Fair enough. Uh, when you look at the, uh, the National First Division uh, players that you have selected as well, I mean, these are guys that are regulars at Cape Town All-Stars who are basically top of the log in the National First Division as well. I see Carl Peters and uh, Marco. You've called Marco up into your, your squad. But, uh, I mean, no disgrace to, to um, PSL players that might have missed out because these guys are playing some quality football down in Cape Town. Yeah, most definitely. And, uh, you know, I mean, Gift Mutupa was, was called up as well while he was playing for Barocca. Yes. And now he, he finds himself playing for, for Kaiser Chiefs, uh, for Orlando Pirates. So I think it's important also that we, we uh, you know, we, we sort of um, assist players in going to another level. And uh, it, it, it's important that these players come, perform, and uh, they go to greater heights with PSL teams. Oh, and I must ask you, though, just on the point of Orlando Pirates, I mean, Gif Matupa and Menzi Masuku are in the squad, uh, but have you received confirmation as yet as to whether or not they'll be allowed to be released by Orlando Pirates, uh, who are going to be taking place in the CAFCON Fed Cup final the same time that you're playing in this tournament? Yeah, look, we will, uh, the manager has, has sent out the, the call-up letters through the CEO, and, uh, you know, um, uh, the manager is on to this, and uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed that uh, Orlando Pirates will, will release these players because they are two uh, important cogs in, in, in our team. They are, are, are starters in this team. You know, they've been there uh, when we went to Tunisia, when we played, uh, uh, you know, Egypt. They've been um, uh, instrumental in, in the success of, or the little bit of, of, of success in preparation of the under-23 uh, team. So, they are very, very important, and we're keeping our, our fingers crossed that uh, the official word would be that they would uh, be allowed to come and assist us. Now, Owen, you obviously assist Sheikhs Mashaba at full international level as well, so players like Keegan Dolly, players like Rivaldo Kutsia are no strangers to, uh, to you. Uh, you you've, you've included them in the final under-23-man squad. Was it a bit of a difficult decision, particularly with Rivaldo, knowing that he hasn't played youth-level football in, uh, in well over a year now? 
Yeah, I think it, it was something that crossed our minds. But, you know, we sit uh, collectively with, with Coach Shakes, with Coach Tarborn, with Coach Malifin City, and with Sean Bartlett. We discuss these issues. And uh, we, we, we certainly believe that it's, it's important that uh, he gets this another feather in, 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 in his cap uh, as, 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 as have, having represented South Africa at under-23 level. He represented them at under-17 and at, at under-20. So go the full circle, and it just takes uh, him to another level. Um, we know for a fact that Neymar has made it clear that he wants to play uh, as you know, in, in, in the Olympic Games for Brazil yeah. as, as one of the overage players. Now you've got a quality player, quality, quality player who qualifies to play uh, under 23. So um, why not uh, uh, rope him in? He's experienced, uh, he's talented, and his ability would surely uh, assist the under 23 uh, uh, in, in a great way. Owen, when you look at the, uh, the, the, the fact that South Africa played and played well in the in the early stages of the Africa Cup of Nations uh, earlier this year, uh, but just couldn't hold on the end of uh, of all three of the group stage matches. How important is it for you, and what what have you learned from that experience that South Africa goes and takes a good early lead and manages to play the full ninety minutes in the group stages in Senegal? I think it's a very very important statement you've made. Um, it's something we've not only picked up from Bafana Bafana, but from the under seventeen at the recent World yes, Cup and the yes. under and the under twenties at the youth uh, at, 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 at and the under twenties at the uh, youth championship. Uh it's, it's gotta do with the mental toughness. It's gotta it's gotta do with with, with holding on and, and showing and showing what you're capable of doing uh, in the first match and over long periods of the first match. So yes, we've learned a lot from from uh, the coaches there. They've and as well as uh, from from Coach Vera Paul. She's we've learned a lot from her as well. So you know, the collective uh, uh, has really come to party to assist us to make sure that these boys are mentally prepared and we know what their capabilities are. We trust and, 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 and we, we, we really respect their, their talent here and, and we are convinced that these boys will really come to the party and show us what we can and show, and show the world what South Africa can do. Indeed. Well, uh, Owen de Gama, I tell you, in terms of, uh, in terms of big prizes, uh, the Olympic Games... Is, is, is a big enough prize in football, but the fact that the potential of playing at a stadium like the Maracanã is an apparent one if you do finish in the top three. I mean, just what, what, would, what would it mean qualifying for the Rio Olympics for, uh, for you and indeed for the players? I think, you know, um, most importantly for the country, it, it would be something very, very special. Um, uh, it, it would once more uh, show uh, the world, uh, you know, the talent that we have in South Africa. We've got tremendous talent here, Dwayne. We just need to get to those top stages. You've already said it on your show, that we need to be competing at the highest level for us to grow as a country and, and as a footballing nation. And this is one opportunity that will really take these, these under-23s to another level, put them on the world stage, and uh, when they, they do get call-ups for Bafana or when they uh, take their international careers to another level, they will certainly be able to stand up to the uh, task and uh, it will just make them ready to play. Owen, oh, just very briefly, uh, when are you going to be leaving for uh, for West Africa? When can people come and see you at the airport and see you off with uh, with a great deal of cheer and encouragement? Okay, um, we're leaving on the on on, on the twenty fourth at eighteen fifty on the eighteen fifty flight. So um, we'll be there as from uh, say sixteen hundred hours at the airport, uh, leaving. Uh, just at uh, about 18.50. Okay, so the 24th, that's on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. 
That's so, correct. So uh, around about six o'clock uh, Tuesday evening. Well, Owen Dagama, you've done brilliantly to qualify for the uh, the Eight Nations tournament. I wish you everything of the best in West Africa, and certainly I, I hope to see you uh, convincing me through to a place in the final, at least in uh, Senegal. Thank you very much, Dwayne, and thank you very much to all the listeners that have supported us throughout the um, stages. And uh, we, we we are praying, and we are uh, are saying that we will go out there and make them proud. CSL Radio Show. Well, it's uh, 45 seconds to go to news time, but uh, just a reminder then, it's all this held taking on uh, Orlando Pirates at uh, Orlando Stadium this uh, Saturday night, SABC 3 at uh, 7.30, build-up from 7.30 on Saturday. The return leg going to be the following week, Sunday. That's the big clash. But uh, the following week, Saturday, is, of course, when Owen de Gama's under-23 side goes up against Senegal in their first match of that uh, under-23 tournament that could see them through to the Rio Olympic Games. That's all we've got time for tonight, though. It's uh, Bongi Gwala up next uh, from, from, from Emperor's Palace with an outside broadcast. We'll be broadcasting the talk shop. More sport with uh, Janet Whitten on AM Live tomorrow morning and then Brad Brown in for your Friday edition between 6.30 and 7 o'clock tomorrow on SFM Sports Wrap. I'll be back on Monday, but from the team tonight of the Second Jalo Show, uh, Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.